I want to take a moment to say thank you to our show sponsors, which today is Organifi. I love all of their products because, number one, they are organic. Number two, they are USDA certified organic. They're very low in sugar. They use the best superfood ingredients, and I've found a couple of products I'm absolutely in love with. Let me tell you the three that are my favorites. The first is Organifi Gold. That's what I'm drinking at night. It's like a warm cup of tea, but it kind of tastes like kind of an earthy hot chocolate. It's made out of nine different superfoods, and they are designed to help you get into deep sleep and recovery. You'll have better sleep. You'll have better REM sleep, which is really important to cleaning out those toxins in your brain and helping you to wake up and feel restored and refreshed. I drink that at night. Then during the day, if you follow me on Instagram, you know that I mix two other of their powdered ingredients. One is called Organifi Pure. And for me, it just tastes a lot like my lemon ginger water. I drink Pure because of the brain impact. It has clinical research that shows that your BDNF, which is your brain-derived neurotropic factors, are increased by over 206% by drinking this. And it tastes delicious. I happen to mix that with another product they sell that's called Immunity. And I started taking that at the beginning of coronavirus. And it's designed to improve your immune system. It just gives you the antiviral, antifungal, antibacterial support internally that you need from a combination of ingredients like beta-glucans, olive leaf extract, and vegan D3. I mix those two together. I think it's delicious. Organifi is a great company all the way around. Customer service, their product development, the way they lab test their ingredients. It matters to me, and I know it matters to you too. So check them out. I'm going to spell it for you. Organifi is O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I. O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I dot com forward slash Shaleen. And when you go there, you will get 15% off if you enter the code Shaleen. So don't forget to enter the code Shaleen. That is also in the show notes just to make it super simple for you. But again, Organifi dot com forward slash Shaleen. I love them. Thank you for sponsoring the Shaleen show. You guys are the bomb. Thank you listeners for supporting the Shaleen show by supporting Organifi and in the process supporting your health. All right, on to the show. Well, we've brought you along on the ride with us. We're going to get sushi. Yes. Why are we going so far? It's actually not that far. If we went to Del Mar Street, where we usually go for their sister restaurant, It'd be about the same distance. It's just... I mean, we're driving this distance to pick it up, which is weird because there's lots of sushi places. This is the best. You know it's the best. Like, everybody knows this place is the best. Muse Sushi. If you're in South Orange County, Muse. M-U-S-E. Now, they just closed the one on Del Mar Street because of, like, some weird, like, lease thing they said. I don't know. You're not buying it? I don't know. I mean, they were packed. You couldn't even get a table in there. You could not, like, there. if you picked up an order in St. Clemente Muse, mm-hmm. it was an hour wait. When you got there, the whole place was packed. Now, granted, they only had probably, like, 10 or 12 tables. But there was always, like, a wait list to get in there of, like, 10 people. Mm-hmm. Our leases, they're not renewing our lease. Like, why? Like, like I don't get it. Brett Johnson got more tattoos today. He I got inked up. He got inked up. He, his whole left arm is sleeved. Which I just love. I think it's so sexy. And you didn't get your first tattoo until 2015. Is that right? Yeah. First tattoo was in 2015. And, oh yeah, it is. I'm right. Right there. And then he, so that arm's all sleeved up and he's got some really cool tattoos. He's got like my eye is tattooed on his arm. 
And so this is kind of an interesting story. So he was like, we were looking at like different tattoos at a certain point. And he was like, yeah, I want to get an eye. I'm like, you, I'll, I'll tell you the eye you're going to get. You're going to get my eye so I can keep my eye on you. He's like, okay. So then we went to his tattoo artist and she's obviously an artist, right? So she just looked at my eye or a picture of my eye and, and my eyebrow and did the tattoo. And it's like so good. But when she did the eyebrow, I'm like, like all my little bells were going off because at that time I was looking for somebody to do microblading on my eyebrows because my eyebrows are really like fair and they're light. And plus, you know, I plucked them in the eighties and so, or nineties. And so I was like, Hey, could, do you do microblading? And she's like, what's no, what's that? Okay. So here's the deal. I know you're going to think I'm crazy. And I'm picky. Like, you've got to be an artist to do microblading. Because y'all, y'all have seen people who've had their eyebrows microbladed. And you're like, did they use a magic marker? Like, it's so like, er, er, you know, like your 74-year-old aunt. You know what I mean? Like, one solid color. There aren't individual hairs. It just looks, I'm sorry, so bad. There's no gradient. It just, or they're like, the shape is like, what? Like, they're so bad. And so I kept looking and I'm in Orange County and I looked at so many different people who were like really popular at doing it, but none of them, I'm like, these just, eh. they all kind of like had the same style. And that didn't make sense to me. Like your eyebrows should look like your eyebrows, not like, oh, you went to so-and-so cause she has a certain, you know what I mean? So when I saw the way she did the art of my brow on Brett's arm, I literally said there, I will pay for you to go to whatever training to learn how to do this and I will be your first person. <laughs> Maybe I won't be your first, but like, I, I want to come to you. I had that much trust in her artistic ability. Her name is Haley. I'll put a link to her in our show notes. She's got a little bit of a wait list, but that was, I don't know how many years ago, probably, let's see, probably like six or seven years ago. And she's just like, Pat, it's her main thing. And people fly in to see her. Like, she's so good. She's also a tattoo artist. She just doesn't do as much. She loves tattoos. Like, that's her passion. You know what I mean? So she still reserves a certain amount of time to do tattoos. But she's so good at microblading. And P.S. Microblading isn't permanent. So, like, right now, mine, they definitely need a touch-up. They've super faded. But, which is kind of nice that they're not permanent. So if you have had your eyebrows microbladed and you don't love it, well, the good news is after a certain amount of time, they will wear off. And they definitely don't last as long if you are someone who sweats a lot. Like, so if you work out, you wash your face a lot, like all those things, you know, it's not gonna last as long, but they at least stay pretty good for a couple years. I like to get mine up, like, what do they call it? refreshed, updated, touched, touched up. That's the word touched up. Like probably every, I'd like to do it like every year and a half, every two years, but I forget. So she told me, okay, let's get you back in. So anyways, that's where Brett was today. And he got, so he has his whole left arm is sleeved. And then he was going in today to start to put tattoos on his leg and which I think is super sexy. And so I don't care if you don't, that's all right. That's up to you. That's fine. We're all entitled to I was told last night that that my my body is actually your body, so that's true. I really don't have any decision. <laughs> if I want tattoos, there it's a it's a group effort. Be, yeah, between you and like Sierra throws in a little you know mention every once in a while. You know she's she's like like no, you should do this or this, and then you get like final say. It's like a whole thing. Mm, good to know. The only one I do not. 
take any recommendations from Brock. is Brock. Because the worst tattoos on the planet. He has... He has no, he's about, got some good ones. He's got he's a got some really of good bad ones. ones. He's got about 20% good and eight and 30% decent and then 50% like, what the What heck? is that? <laughs> but it's like a joke for him. He likes yeah. to take people on a... What do they call it? A tattoo tour and explain why he has each one and who gave it to him. Anyways, so Brett last night said, yeah, I'm going to... And I'm like, well, what leg are you going to do? He goes, my left leg. I'm like... No, you need to do your right leg. And he disagreed with me. I'm like, listen, it's not your body. It's mine. Mm-hmm. And I'm in charge of where you get your tattoos. So he's I like, told Haley that today. She laughed. Because my thing is, you like having your tattoos featured in photos. So there's, you have a good side. And your good side is my good side. Mm-hmm. So like, we need to have both sides work for you. So, anyways, he got the number 1111. He already has 11s, like, all over his sleeved arm. But now he has number 11 on his calf. And then two hummingbirds that represent the two of us. Oh, let me see. Did you put... Oh, yes, that's so beautiful. He did two hummingbirds on his right thigh. And then our wedding date, which is 318, between the two hummingbirds. And that 318 also happens to be his brother's birthday. And also happens to be Sierra's birthday. And then he got a tattoo on his left side of your palm that said, you did good. And that was a tattoo he got in honor of his brother, Rob, because Rob had, they were talking about Sierra's wedding and like how crazy it was. Like, oh my God, can you believe it? Sierra's getting wedding. And Rob said, dude, you did good. And that was really meaningful. That's how bros talk to each other. And so Brett was like, you know what? I'm going to, that, that meant a lot. I'm going to put that on my arm. You know what Haley told me today? What? She said, I watch, you know, she watches all of our stories, you know, obviously. She's, you know, a friend. And they're having their second child, or she's pregnant with their second child. Uh-huh. And their first one is a daughter. And, and she talks to her husband and says, saw the things that I posted last week about the 10 things to say to your daughter. And she copied it and said, do this every day. And then, uh-huh. like, she said the other day, Dusty, their name of their girl, was going to daycare or wherever she was off to. And he's like, oh my gosh, I love your dress. Aww. <laughs> so that was, that was That's very fun. cute. That's very cute. You can find that on your Instagram. Is, was yeah, it on it was, a feed or was it a story? No, it was a feed. It was a feed. It was a feed post. Yeah, oh, okay, yeah. cool. Then we'll tell people to take a look at that. So check out Brett if you're like, what are the 10 things? And it was what he read to Sierra in his toast to her. So if you want to just check that out, that's on his Instagram. We are also babysitting our pug, Sierra's pug. They're going on their honeymoon next week. They're pretty excited about that. I've got some really good podcasts for you guys next week. Oh my gosh. OMG. OMG. Oh my gosh. So first of all, on Monday, get excited for the podcast I'm doing with Farida. She is a family and children's cybersecurity expert and Oh, wow. I wish I had talked to her back in the day when my kids were at home and on their devices. So I think you're going to find, I was shocked at like a whole bunch of things that I learned in that episode. And I consider myself pretty in the know. So if you've got kids and you're trying to figure things out, you definitely want to tune into that one. But this week's podcast were really super well received. So I did the episode on giving yourself permission. And then I did the one on gossip. So first I want to talk about the one about giving yourself permission because a lot of you were like, Oh my gosh, what if Brett listens to that episode, which that's never going to happen. You, you never listen to my episodes unless I tell you to listen to them. Correct. 
because he's like, why would I? I'm with you and all you do is talk. I know everything you're going to say and do. So, which is kind of nice because then I feel like I can kind of like process and vent things and I can, it's like I can have a conversations with my girlfriends almost without Brett being there. You know what I mean? But anyways, I was telling him about some of the things that you guys were commenting in the pod squad and also on the Patreon app of the things that you had not given yourself permission to do. And he was like, that's ridiculous. Why would somebody not give themselves permission to do that? I said, well, hold on. I have one and I, I have a couple and I went over them and then I said, what's something you wouldn't give yourself permission to do? And he's like, nothing, nothing. There's nothing. And then eventually we got to the point where you admitted the thing that you want just you know you can do it there's no reason why but for whatever reason you don't give yourself permission and what was that to go back to michigan state home football game and just go there with my a buddy yeah college roommate and he you know was like he he had the same thoughts about the re- the reason why he wouldn't do that were the same reasons why i said i felt guilty to like take like a three-day vacation by myself because you don't want the other person to think that like of course we could do it together right but we've done our whole lives together <laughs> we do our I whole lives together explained why i wouldn't want to do it like why that would be peaceful for me to do it by myself rather than a bunch of people yeah which is different because yeah. when we go back to michigan and like if we're going to a game like you know then i have like my 19 friends that I want to connect with and then my family and it just turns into a whole thing and Brett is such a you know I'm the organizer he's the coach so I have to I have to get everybody parking passes I have to get everybody tickets I have to coordinate when they're getting their tickets it's literally like a shit show so I I don't even get to really enjoy myself until I like sit down in my seat and then I get a text message when are we going? (laughs) are we going to be here for the whole game? Really? We're going to stay for the whole game? Yeah, we're going to stay for the whole game. That's what we do. (laughs) Yeah, so both of us were like, well, let's do it. So Brett's going to do his. He gave himself permission, and I encouraged him. And so we're going to do that in October. Is that October? Yeah. September. September. And he's going to do that then. And I don't know when I'm going to take my three days, but I'll figure it out. Um, You know, who knows when that'll be. But, you know, it's nice to know that we had that conversation. So I want to encourage you to have this conversation with your significant other or your family member, like whoever it is or yourself or yourself. That's a good point. And I'd love for you to post it and like, tell us how you have decided to just give yourself permission to do it. Cause y'all did a great job of telling us what you know you can do, but you're not giving yourself permission, but not too many people said, I'm just going to do it. So I'd love to hear that. And then the gossip one that I did was a really long episode. And you know what's interesting is I woke up that morning that I knew it was released, like super duper excited to read everybody's feedback. And there wasn't a lot of feedback in the pod squad, but there was a lot in Patreon. So for those of you who are Patreon members, you get every normal episode ad free. And you can also, you can, you know, it's smaller group, right? So we chat inside the Patreon app and, and so, you know, people listen to it ad-free and there's a lot more people talking about that episode there. And I just loved your feedback because, I mean, it was, sometimes your feedback 
makes me feel a certain way about an episode that I've recorded. Like I'll, I'll feel like, oh, that didn't land the way I wanted it to, or gosh, people didn't think that was as great as I thought it was, or you know what I mean? Or I'm like, ooh, I kind of missed the mark. Sometimes, you know, it makes me think about how it was received or things that I meant to say. I don't even know if you got, like, I'm not trying to complain, but, or make it sound like my life is so hard or that podcasting is so hard. But I have rarely recorded a podcast where I didn't think to myself, oh, dang it. I should have expanded on that. Like that probably came across wrong or people are going to take that out of context. Like that happens almost every single time. And it's kind of frustrating. What were you going to say? So it's not, yeah, it's frustrating. I don't know what the right word is, but imagine if, you know, when you're having a conversation with a friend and you say something and then they kind of repeat it back to you and you're like, no, 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 no. That's not what I meant. And then you, you find a better way of saying it. You can't do that when you're podcasting. You just put it out there, you know, and it, it can be tricky. But with this gossip podcast, it really was so therapeutic for me. Like I have never felt more at ease with things that have been said about me. People in the past that have said things about me, but it did stir up in me some self-reflection. And I really did think about some times where I have passed along information that I didn't need to pass along that was truthful but was not very favorable and that I did so and it wasn't nice. I didn't need to do that and I don't feel good about that and I'm not going to do it again because there's like one person in particular who I've said this thing that happened between us and I've mentioned it twice and I don't need to. I don't need people to think less of this person and you know what I mean? Cause it just is what it is. So, and I, I do believe it is important for people to just form their own opinions unless it's like someone like super dangerous. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm going to tell you if my neighbor's a pedophile, I'm going to tell you if you know, this person has stolen money from me, I'm going to tell my friend that, you know what I mean? I would expect them to do the same. But if it's someone who's just like shady and did something kind of, not very nice. I don't need to tell anybody that. So it made me self-reflect. And it also made me realize that you just you just don't need to take it as personal. Just move on, you know? And I really like that you guys enjoyed the compilation at the end. Like a lot of people said that like brought them to tears or that it was really meaningful and moved them. And I appreciate that. We have another wedding. How many weeks? Two weeks away? What's today? I think it's... Two, three weeks from three weeks from Saturday. I need to get a dress. Okay. Fast. Like maybe next week. Uh, what? I, I don't know. I just I just can't believe we can't find something like around here. We have to go to L.A. But we gotta <sighs> I go to L.A. We gotta here. go to L.A. Yeah, I want, I want something different. I mean, I can. I just yeah, I don't know. I know, but we went to like fifteen different places, and we found it in Neiman Marcus. I know, but I'm not. I know I'm gonna go to this place. That's like like a dress emporium. That's not the name of it, but like they have all the, I don't know, those kinds of dresses. And if you would like to buy my lavender mother of the bride dress off of me, I do need to sell it, and the proceeds are going to go to Alzheimer's research. I just haven't figured out like where do I. Where do I do that? Where do I sell it? Because it has been customized. I need to get it dry cleaned first. But what was I going to say about the weddings? We have a wedding in like three weeks. Yeah. It's 
crazy, you guys. Like, we've known this all along. We've been looking at the budgets for both of them all along. But Lord Almighty, when the payments start becoming all due at the same time, it ain't no joke. Yeah, because being a month apart, all the pre-stuff came in, like, starting last I mean, starting last year, like a year ago from now, when we picked the venues, you yeah, had like to put minor like, little you had to put like twenty five percent down on each venue. Okay, great. Those were like two months apart. Th- those, with all the charges with business and everything that's going on, those those get lost. And then you know, then you have little trickle ins. But now, two weddings in thirty days, everything is due all at the same time. So it's like one month of just solid charges. I was like, I looked at the American Express card the other day, and it's just like, holy. Holy. Literally, we're, we might have to start a GoFundMe or rob a bank or something. I think we're going to feel quite relieved when... I mean, not relieved. But you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to pay for it. I'm going to actually pay the bill for it. What is that supposed to mean? <laughs> I'm just joking. I don't get it. It's just... It was like a little satire on like what's going on this weekend. The po- politics? Politics, yeah. Oh, okay. Remember, we don't go there. Yeah. I don't go there. You might. I don't. I'm um, saying that I'm gonna, we're going to pay for it. I know we are. Yes, of course we are. And I am excited that on Monday, I have, thanks to you, like, I am so freaking grateful. How often do I say I'm so grateful for this community? All the time. All the time. Because y'all solve a lot of problems for me. You've got great connections. And I got so many good recommendations for speech pathologists and ENTs who specialize in vocal cord paralysis. So if you haven't listened, I've talked about it in a couple episodes. I have been diagnosed with a partially paralyzed vocal cord on one side. Excessively talking. (laughs) No, but he said I'm an excessive talker, but he didn't say it's as a result of that. He said, do you know you're an excessive talker? No, he says it is either the result of a surgery being intubated or it could be neurological or it could be just a genetic thing. So, but the good news is from, again, learning from so many of you that I will like, and also the ENT, that I will likely have, be able to recover my voice, like through speech therapy, etc. So I'm going to like this amazing person, like so many people recommended and she works with like Broadway stars and I'm excited. So that'll be on Monday. I'm just excited to get some relief. I know that I need to learn to speak and breathe in a different manner because you guys probably can't tell, but like I strain so much. I catch myself straining. And so that's been giving me headaches because I'm not breathing the right way. And I've never had headaches before. So I've been having headaches and having like, you know, just like you feel tired. I don't know if you've ever lost your voice and then you had to like use your voice. It's almost... It's, it like, it really does make you tired, and I don't know how else to describe it. But you just start like, really, like using muscles you don't need to use, and I'm straining my throat and straining my face, and it's just stupid. So I'll get it fixed because you know this is like also my job. So I I really do need my voice, and I am excited about doing some therapy and learning how to. But also the other recommendations that you guys gave me were to get a personal humidifier. Which I do before I record. Is that a giant thing in our bedroom right now? That's a bedroom humidifier. Oh. So I have the personal humidifier that you think looks like a breast pump. Yeah. That, you just like put it over your let's mouth. Go, I'll just go around you, buddy. And then I have a 
I just bought a really cool one yeah, for our bedroom. bedroom. It's pretty. It's giant. It's beautiful. It's like four feet tall. I literally wanted to find a humidifier that had a, a pretty aesthetic. So what are we going to do with that? I'll just plug it in next to my bed. Oh. It'll sit on my nightstand. Okay. And what? It's just a humidifier. Just stick water in it. Like this, yeah, you just put some vape thing. Essential, essential oils. and. Oh, that's fun. Can I know. Like ones that smell? Of course. Those are good. Delicious ones. Yeah. Well, I've seen some research on that, too. It helps memory and stuff like that. You're right. Aromatherapy. Yep. It can, it's, it's some powerful stuff. Yeah. I mean, people are big time into their essential oils. Yeah. It's good stuff, you know, and that's the one thing when you start looking into like clean cosmetics and stuff like that, it's the fragrances that are so bad for you. What? Mine might be a little bad for me, but I smell good. So I'm going to keep doing what I do. Yeah. You always smell good, but you know, essential oils is an alternative. Also the deodorants y'all listen, this is where you don't need to send me your recommendations. Okay. Because I've, I've received hundreds of recommendations on all-natural deodorants. I've tried them all. Tried them all. None of them, I'm sorry, none of them work no, as well. Don't. None of them work. The natural ones? Yeah. They don't do shit. They really don't. <laughs> they, they I, someone's going to say, like, I know, you, I know you haven't tried this one. or Yes, no. I have. Yes, I have. Every off-brand, every straight, like, I've tried them all. Like Because every time I talk about this, people send them to me. I get, like, packages of... Deodorants. Might as well just put a paper cloth underneath, a Kleenex underneath your armpit. I feel like they actually make me smell worse. I don't know what the deal is. When I've tried those before, I literally try it, go to the gym, and I come back home and I'm like, this didn't do anything. Like, this is horrible. And I just immediately... Like it smells gross? Yeah, I just immediately put on my other stuff. Like, I, I, I have three... Because I don't like to run out of this stuff, and sometimes they don't have my fragrance that I like, uh-huh. and so I always have three scents or whatever. No, three of the same scents yeah. ready to go, so okay. like two on backup. But I've tried probably fifteen of them that I've seen other people try and like, like, and mm-hmm. like grayed out really well on the pee, whatever, and that it doesn't have any chemicals in it. Like I'm just like, I mean, I don't want to smell. Yeah. No, I, I get you. But like, it's that trade-off, right? Like, are you putting cancerous chemicals under your arm so close to your lymph nodes? You know, especially Jen, since she had her breast cancer, she's got me all freaked out about that. I, I guess maybe we could just, like, I do lymphatic massage every couple weeks, and I get clean results, so it must be getting it out or something. I don't know. <laughs> Is that how that works? I, I don't know. That's the way I'm going to justify a certain my point, I don't know how you guys feel about this, Like, but there's a certain point which, like, you have to balance some things, right? Yeah. Like... For me, anyways, it's like, all right, I'm really good in this area, so can I let this area slide a little bit? You know what I mean? Like, here's another thing. I'm not going to find all-natural hairspray. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to give up my Kenra, ever, because I need my side-swept bangs. And every single time I think about parting my hair down the middle, it's like God doesn't want me to do that because I start to get, like, a zit right in the middle of my forehead. I'm like, okay, well, that's not going to happen. And when I do get a zit, I just push really hard on it. Like, I... Like I will it back in so it doesn't come out. And I don't know. I love Dave Asprey. I like his stuff. I I just don't personally think that he's aging backwards. But which I, is kind of what you expect when someone says they're going to live. Yeah, to be but it. I but I listen to all of his stuff and I yeah. go and like research it and look at it and some of the stuff I do because it like goes oh that makes sense. You know I I hear what you're saying. I sometimes wonder what toll it takes on people who are constantly on airplanes 
Although I guess if that were true, then pilots would look older. You know, like just travel must, I mean, like I think about even Brian Tracy who spent so much time traveling. Like he was on a plane every single, you know, couple times a week. And the last time I saw him, God bless him. I love him. You guys know I love him. But I'm like, gosh, it feels like he kind of looks like he's lived a hard life, you know? But he was so healthy. And it makes me wonder, like, does all the flying and travel, does that really take a toll on people, do you think? I don't know. I wonder. I, I mean, you're just like... Think about how you feel when you get off a flight. Everything is like bloated. Like if you've ever had a bag of chips on a flight, you're like, this can't be good for the human body. If this is what's going on with, you know, anything that's got some liquids in it, like in your bag, just it seems like it's under extreme pressure. That can't be good. I don't know. And the air quality, I don't know. It just, but again, I know flight attendants and pilots, not too many of them, but I don't know too many that like it looks like it's showing up in terms of them looking like they're more aged but I know a lot of people in my industry who travel a ton and it feels like it ages them so if you work in the airlines you'll have to tell me if that's what do you think about this myth that I have it's a myth I have another myth it's not proven tell me if this is true okay it's the last one I'm gonna leave you with smokers there's something about smoking cigarettes that flattens out your butt And, you know, so maybe lung cancer doesn't scare you, but having a flat butt, maybe that does. Maybe that's the thing that scares you into quitting smoking. But I just noticed, this is, you know, purely observational. Nobody in California smokes publicly. They probably all do it behind closed doors. You don't even see vape hardly. No, thank God. Because that's all we saw in Europe. Yeah. But here in California, people smoke, but they don't do it in public. You just, they will hide it. You know what I mean? But I haven't seen a cigarette in public in California in five years. Or even someone in their car smoking. So I see weird. That every once in a while, but Do not you? like publicly, like walking down the street. No. no. Uh-uh. But this is just my theory. Please let me know if it's right or wrong. I notice that smokers, their butts start to get really, really flat. I would say it's probably because I'm not like I'm not judging or anything like that, but my guess is most smokers aren't hitting the squat rack. Yeah, but there's lots of people who don't hit the squat rack. Man, well, maybe you're right. It might be correlation. You you can't just have a butt unless you go to a a surgeon. You can't have a butt without lifting. The older you get, it's not true. Lots of people have butts, honey. It's not true. You're wrong. You're absolutely wrong. You might not build muscle there the way some people are. Nat- some people just naturally have more badonkadonk. Okay, is do. All right, I'm not going to debate you on this one. Okay, good because. Let's go eat our sushi. Yeah. All right. Love you guys. Got an episode coming up for you tomorrow on the Patreon. So if you haven't yet joined, you might want to do that. And don't forget that when you do join, you get all the back episodes too. It starts at just five bucks a month. We would love to have you. Thanks for tuning in to The Shaleen Show. Don't forget to make sure you're subscribed because Monday's episode is going to be golden. Oh my gosh. And then I have Dr. K coming. Beauty by Dr. K to answer all of your freaking questions about plastic surgeries and injections and all the things. So if you haven't already listed your questions, please do because I'm going to be interviewing her and I'm going straight off of your questions. All right. I love you. I mean it. Bye. Hey, if you enjoyed the show, just do me a favor and double check and make sure that you're subscribed or following if you're actually someone who listens on the Apple podcast. And if you've got just like 30 seconds, it would really mean the world to me if you were able to leave 
a five-star review and tell me specifically what it is you liked about this episode. My show is released every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. I do also have a business podcast that comes out on Tuesdays and Thursdays. I host that with my son, Brock. It's called Build Your Tribe. You should check it out. There's always a link in the show notes. I'm sure you know this, but on Fridays, my episodes are very casual. It's very personal. It's usually stuff with myself and my husband. If you love that kind of stuff, I want to invite you to check out my Patreon. It's all of the Shaleen Show episodes ad-free. In addition to that, for just $5 a month, you get extra episodes. And this is this is the stuff that's like kind of too personal to put on the Shaleen Show. It, it's all personal stuff. There's like no like personal development. It's just real, raw, what's going on in our lives, stuff we can't talk about on the show. However, if you are easily offended, Patreon is not for you. That's not the place to be, all right? You can learn more about it by going to patreon.com forward slash the Shaleen Show. Any of the links that I referenced in this episode will show up in the show notes, which are just below the episode. To learn more about the services that I offer and to take advantage of some of the free resources, I invite you to check out my website, which can be found at shaleen.com. <laughs> 